This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Bez, what do you love? Well, John, it's a new sponsor and I'm loving it. For me, double quarter pound a meal. What are you having? Oh, it's got, got to be the chicken nugget share box. To myself, there's no sharing. But to myself, that goes without saying. But what dip? Oh, barbecue. It's a barbecue dip. Yeah. But where can people get it? So, yeah, where can you get it? You can order via the McDonald's app. Um, It's via participating restaurants only. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. So see McDonald's.com for full details. Welcome to the Ale and Vale podcast. It is Saturday the 1st of April. I don't know if that was an April Fool's what we just watched, but it is Saturday night. Warning now, this podcast will contain dog shit. This podcast will contain some swearing. It will contain some over-the-top reactions as it's Saturday and we've just had to waste 90 minutes of his lives sitting through that shit where Vale entertained second bottom in the league, Cambridge. Let him turn up to Vale Park, pull his pants down and slap his arses all over Vale Park and go away with a deserved win. And we, for me absolutely fucking dog shit the worst performance i've seen this season from a veil side and some questions need asking that's my views i'm joined by Stu and johnny Stu, coming to you first from canada how did it look on tally and stop moving your mic because it's echoing everywhere sorry um i didn't think it was that good to be honest that's that was pretty atrocious that was uh i'm not one for you know me i'm not one of these people that likes to overreact but it, it kind of summed up where I was anyway with with where we are at the moment so it was pretty disappointing yeah Johnny yeah, it, was, it was shit wasn't it but it's, it's one it's one it's one game well I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna let it get me too too reactionary we know we, we know the players that in in the squad as a whole they're good enough and the ones that aren't we've we've seen 39 games in the season it's it, not these next seven games for me aren't going to change my mind on any of them. Right, it is going to get me reactionary, and I'm going to come to you first, Stu, because the last time you were on the podcast was Forest Green Rovers on the 1st of January. We haven't spoke to you since. Well, we have in the group, but we haven't spoke to you recording a pod since. Since that day, we've played 15 league games of football, and we've won two. What's gone wrong? Well, 
in my eyes, we we held over too many League Two players from last year, and just, right, they've be, just run out of steam. I think. And it, I listen, sorry, mate. I was gonna, before. Let, let's. I, I want to tackle that point first, and ask and ask you a question about that. And I've I've said this before. Do you think we got promoted twelve months too early? Yeah, of course we did. Yeah. That, that that that's where I'm at with it. I honestly think that we got promoted twelve months too early in the plan. And I'm not saying that it's not it's not a good thing we got promoted early, but I think in the plan we got promoted twelve months too early. And that's why I was I'm not gonna say stuck, but that's why some of the players are where they're at. And unfortunately a couple haven't stepped up who You'd you'd expect to a couple have stepped up that you didn't that I didn't expect to, um. But yeah, it's just after a defeat, it's easy to say everything's wank and everyone's shit. And there's so many people online with the rumours and and whatnot now and making things ten times worse for themselves. Yeah, but, and unfortunately, defeats do flame rumours when squashed. When, well, for me, when we talked for about me, that yesterday, didn't we? Yeah, and I'm not asking. Yes, I'm being reactionary because what I watched today was fucking appalling, and I stayed to the end and I shouted to every player that was fucking wank. And I don't normally do that. Normally, if I've if they've played bad, I stand and I don't clap, and that's One as far as I go. They did stay to the end by looking. Yeah, but I stayed and I screamed at him at the end because that is not acceptable in any way, shape, or form. And if them eleven players were all, she's to be being put down tonight. Because it was that bad. Luckily, they're not horses, and luckily, there's another week. Now, am I reacting after one game? Yeah, you can say that. But we've won two out of 15. I'm reacting after 15 games. But, it, but let me put it this way like, there's a school of thought, and it and it's it's my particular area that I believe in as well, is that you don't, you don't, loyalty is thin in football. Like, when you get promoted, you should determine whether your squad and the players are good enough for playing in League One and and p- determine whether you keep them or not based on that. You don't keep them because they did well for you the previous season. Like they're not they they'll soon as walk off to you if they have a great soon as walk off from you after they've had a great season. Why would you like why would you keep somebody? And I think we did that with a few players. I think we kept some players that I wouldn't have I wouldn't have kept. And I said that in the summer when we, when I've come on the podcast with you. I said that in the summer. There were a couple of players, at least two, that I can see just at the moment that I wouldn't have kept at all because you can score at Wembley or whatever, but you're still not good. You, you, the previous six, seven games weren't good enough uh, when we needed when we needed results. And uh, yeah, I just yeah, I think we I think we got caught in between. And I think it. I think I'm going to mitigate it here and say I think. The short window that we had from the end of the se- from the end of the playoff final to to the start of the uh, start of the next season played into this a little bit, but still, I think we kept we, there was some loyalty shown to some people that you know harder clubs wouldn't have done. Question for you on that then, Stu. Do you, yep. Do you think that we aimed too high with the players? Because obviously we, we we'll never know, but there was there was lots of rumours going around, and as we got told about hundred players, didn't we, over the summer? Yeah. But do you think we aimed too high and then got left with too low, or do you just think that that's where we're at at the minute? 
Possibly. I mean, yeah, there were lots of rumours about it in the summer that we went for X player and Y player and they went off and played for, you know, as it looks now, as a top six, top eight club where there is a significant gap down from that next to that next level in there, which we're fighting to be in that next level. But who did we bring in? So we brought in Gavin Massey, but we brought him in late, didn't we? Yeah. But Funso, I like Funso, so I haven't really got to be with with Funso on on that. But like then like yeah we missed out on some players. But we went early with a couple of players as well, didn't we? Like Lewis Cass. I'm not gonna say anything now because he didn't even play today. But like yeah we just looks like we got caught short a bit, but we also kept loyalty to some players, didn't we? We did have loyalty to some players, and it's just been, yeah, I don't think that's kind of worked out for us, really. Yeah, we'll see. But where my head's at at this moment in time is two wins out of 15. We carry that into next season. We're bottom of this league and a long, long way bottom of this league. Some has got to shift the momentum at the club because something in January is taking all momentum away from this club because he did have a good feel about it. Everything was rosy. And as you've said, Johnny, everything everything is always rosy when you're winning games of football. And in the first half of the season, we were. It feels as though the momentum at the club has completely shifted. But I've said is this that to... because we're losing games or is that because something's happened? We don't know and we'd purely be speculating if we said we did. But I know Clarky hates talking about philosophy and stuff like that. I stuck it in the group chat earlier, didn't it? about talking about philosophy and the eights talking that teams have a philosophy. But if you have one and you've played poorly, then that's something you can say, hey, look, they're trying to go in the right direction. I don't know what direction we're trying to go in. Like I honestly don't know like what what the what the gift is. Are we are we signing young players to sell them and move them on? Are we looking to play, you know, a high press game and or are we more of a sit back and relax and hit people on the counter that kind of thing i just don't know like because the philosophy from 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 clarky is win the next game we're all about the next game and i get that because you're a manager but there's nothing further up from anybody else like who's who's setting the philosophy of the club every club's got one but we just don't know what it is so it's hard to judge games like that today, if it was just like uh, we've lost two 0 but you know the things that we we the club's trying to do, we did them. We were just unlucky. That that's definitely not the case today. But like you could have said that about Portsmouth last Saturday. If you knew what the what the what the philosophy of the club and where we're trying to get to is, but none of us know. It's some kind of closely guarded secret. I just I find it a bit frustrating from that perspective. Yep. For me, the only direction we're going at the moment is the way the Titanic went and we hit a fucking iceberg on the 1st of January and we haven't been able to recover yet. The lifeboats aren't out to keep us going. And I still think we need one more win out the last nine and we should get it. I'm not scaremongering going, God, we're going to lose the last nine games and get relegated. We should get it. But today there was no fight, no passion, no endeavour, no creativity. Basically no one... No one gave a shit and no one had a pair of bollocks in a veil shirt on that pitch today for me. I think that's harsh. I think a couple of them did. But, like, when you've got, like, I thought Wazoo had a, good, a decent game. I thought Fonso had a, had a decent game as well. But, but I'm struggling after that. I think you try and pick the best of a bad bunch myself. 
Well, I thought Bottom was showed some endeavour in the first half. We're going to get onto the players. Well, I thought he showed some endeavour, certainly in the first half, and he was trying to create something. And then, like, Funso's tried to push forward as well, which isn't what you normally expect from him. But, like, we haven't got anything out of it as a result because the rest of them look like they couldn't be asked. Yeah, I'm just glad Johnny's doing the ratings, to be honest. If I was doing ratings, <laughs> no player to get higher than a three today. I, I, I'm with you, Stu. I think I think he's been very harsh on the two that you mentioned, especially. Like you, you can't you can't expect two players to carry the other eight, and it it is it, a difficult one. Like Bez, I know what you're saying about the last fifteen games as well, but we'd actually be twentieth based on the last fifteen games. There's four teams still worse than us. Fucking hell, they must be shit. Well, Cambridge one, of them, one of them we played today. Yeah. <laughs> and looked a better side than us. They did. Yeah. They didn't look... They weren't, better than us. They, weren't, they weren't better than us in the first half. First that was half a terrible was game and we cancelled each other out and it was dreadful. The second half, as soon as they got the goal, they looked, they looked like they were going to finish in the top six. They come out with some fire and passion, which is more than our lads well, did. I don't think they did. I don't think no. they did. They, they saved that chance. Funto should have scored that, by the way. Um, but then they go up the other end, score, and then the tails are up, aren't they? And they and they, and they look like you know they were having shots from everywhere. They looked they looked a decent side last forty minutes of the, that game. You spot on, Stu. It changed it changed changed on that Funzo miss, and that seemed to give them the confidence and absolutely drain us. Absolutely killed us. That miss did. Mm. It was a, it. It's hard. It's hard, but it was a. It it should have been a goal. It it, it should have been, isn't it? It's not. There's no denying it should have been. I, I think that just that just mentally broke us, and yeah. and that shows the fragility in our squad at the minute. It shows the bad form that we're on. It shows that there's a bit of something around the club. There's a feeling around the club today that the fans were on edge. You saw that in the first half. Obviously, you won't have Stu, but there was a bit of a scuffle going on in the in the stand in the first half. And yeah, I saw some pictures of it. Yeah, yeah, and there's the stuff going on in on Twitter now that you see between fans, and that's when you know things or things you're going into games badly because fans fans are passionate and they'll argue the cause both both sides, won't they? Do you know what I mean? Like seeing uh, people uh, in uh, sack park. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm not, I'm not on that board, but. Like, I certainly think he comes into question after today in terms of sort of like what what was that? Because he's the manager. You've got eight or nine players that went out on the field at the start of the game who didn't play well first half and then went back out second half and proceeded to play even worse than they did in the first half. So like he said that as well. That's the thing. He, 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 yeah, no, no, and I know yeah. he has. I've seen it. I've seen what he said, but he said it quite a few times now. What got me, his interview, he was games. quite calm. I expected him to be fuming yeah. in his interview. And I haven't seen it, I've just heard it. He sounded calm. I don't get how he's calm after that, because I'm not. He knows um, the plan, doesn't he? He knows the plan. And but I'm, I'm with Bez, I don't... But, like, why does the football club have to be... Like, there's obviously something going on in the background somewhere. Something's not quite right, because you don't have unstable clubs or unstable performance like like this is everything's rosy in the background but you said we know the plan what's what's so wrong with the fa- play, fans knowing the plan 
you might be able to sell some season tickets off the back of the fact that you're going to piss fuck them all off in the summer and 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 you're going to go again. That would be dangerous to come out and say that now, though, because there's still nine games left. And if you come out and say most of the know, squad but... won't be in next season, they've still well, got to play for the club. He pretty much said that this afternoon. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's for me, he said that. that. That interview today was most of these won't be here and they've got, they've got eight games proved that they deserve to be. Yeah, and they need to. And we'll get into a bit more, but let's... It was Vale v Cambridge, second bottom of the league, won one and 15, and Cambridge <laughs> went two now. Before you get there, um, what we what we have got to say is that we all called this, and I'm sorry that none of you heard the end of the podcast. Something yeah. happened. We all called Cambridge two 0 So we did. Um, yeah. Yes, yeah, spot on. Yeah, I think I got the correct scorers as well. Yeah, I think, and the I think, correct yeah, I, I, I I said that we they were, they were going to score on the counter attack after we missed a guilt edge chance. Yeah. So no, I'm like that. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. yeah. And if you, if you remember, Bez said the second would be a free header in the penalty area. Yeah, so sorry you'll miss that. Otherwise, you could have put some money on it. Talking about putting money on it, big shout out to Soph and Jamo, who messaged me on Friday when I was at work and says, Bez's lads running in Ireland. It's quarter to five, I think it was, 20 to five, whatever it was at Linfield. So I stuck a fiver each way and it's only one at 12 to one. So cheers to Soph and Jamo. And if any of you follow your horses, keep an eye out for Bez's lad. He runs in black and white. Um, yeah, so we finished Vale nil, Cambridge 2, Sam Smith on the 48th, Lloyd Jones then on the 52nd. Possession wise, Vale had 54% to their 46. Total shots 11 for Vale to their 16. On target, 4 for Vale to their 6. Um, clear cut chances, it's give 1 for Vale, 2 for them. Um, corners, 2 for Vale, none for them. So that's your stats. Let's get into it. Uh, my man of the match today, Colin Garlic, come on the pitch. Good speech from him. Sounded emotional. Sounded like a bloke that didn't particularly want believing the club. I don't know what's going on there. Now. I'm going to speculate because I don't know what's going on there. But <laughs> some doesn't feel right to me. That's properly tickled me, that ass. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to speculate, but it feels like somebody that doesn't want to leave the club. <laughs> well, it does. I, I don't know. I'm not going to speculate what's gone on because I don't know. But he sounded like a bloke that didn't particularly want to leave the club and he sounded passionate about the club and showed more passion than the 11 players today for me. Colin Garlic, we'll talk about that on a Thursday pod, but big miss for the club for me. I'm really sad to see him go. However, I'm going to reserve judgment until we see what this leadership plan is that they've got lined up and we'll hear about it as and when they decide to tell us. Um. Johnny, before the game, you messaged me and you said, come on, Vale, these are shit. And they were, but they were better than us. No, you didn't. You said, oh, Sean Benning again. This spells the end of his Vale career, I think. Decent bench again. Sammy deserves to keep his shirt, but it's a shame he's been moved around again. Mm. And that was your thoughts before kickoff. Yeah, for me, it is. Benning had a decent game last week. Like, yeah. was he pulling up trees? No, he wasn't. But did he? Was he at fault for any of the goals? I don't think. I don't believe he was. So I think when you've got a natural left footer, then you're playing wing backs. Then use him. Don't move Sammy around after he's had a good game at right centre half. These are worse. These are a lot worse than Portsmouth. And we trusted him. Play well. I say trusted. We we may have had no choice, but. We trusted him play there against Portsmouth, and he did well. So don't shove him out on wing back. Where for me, I can't remember him having a good 
a good game at left wing back. Like all his decent performances for me have been a right wing back. Look at Wickham away sticks out, for example. When he came on at Chef Wednesday, he was right wing back. Do you know what I mean? So I just I feel I feel I feel sorry for Sammy because you never you never as a kid are going to get any any form at all if you've been thrown here, there, and everywhere. He doesn't help the team at all, and I think that shows. And I just if got and, and I don't want it to happen, but if if one of the back five that we started today gets injured now in the next week, Mal Benning is not going to be fucking arsed at all. Like, and Stu, I know you were you were hinting that he'd be one of the ones out the door for you. I wouldn't have had it. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have kept him in the summer. No, uh, I thought he was poor for the last three months of last season. And in yeah. all fairness, you did say that in the summer. You're not just saying it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and like I had somebody throw at me earlier in the week. Oh, but he had an assist at Portsmouth last Saturday. Assist is being kind at him because he whacked it straight at a defender who didn't control it properly, which is pretty much... The, the desired outcome of any of his crosses. So, because he never seems to find any of our players. So, that was just one position that we screwed up completely in the summer. Yeah, and like I said, I, I get that. And I agree that it's it, it's not the right thing. But also, I think based on today, it's very harsh on him to drop him. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't think he was, I, he didn't have a poor game at, uh, at Portsmouth last Saturday, no. he was fine. No, he is fine defensively. I don't really have a problem with him defensively, but if you're going to play wing backs, they have to provide something else, and he doesn't. Then that's the bit that that bothers me. I don't. I think. I think doesn't's harsh. I think doesn't do it enough for me. I think against Portsmouth, you, you've just said he he just whacked it, but he actually there was two or three times he got down that side and and delivered something into the box which is more than can be said that yeah, maybe but it's, yeah it's normally it normally goes nowhere that's yeah, my yeah. issue with him I get that I, but sometimes it's better to play the lottery than sit at home and just look at the numbers isn't it yeah yeah but and like I'm judging on what we've got do you know what I mean uh, the, out of what we've got I thought you really are I, I think like I get this is this is something that Arsene Wenger once said that he'd board his players regardless of where they played in fullback and wing positions because you're less you're less subset you're you're less exposed. I'm going to go with a different word. I can't say that one. Susceptible. Yeah, that's the one. Then you are in the other places. So I get the thought process of maybe put Sammy out out wide because. He's got a bit of a step over in him. He's got a drop of the shoulder. He's got a bit of skill. He's quicker. What? What not? I get all that, but I just think you need you need help the lad and say, look, not ask him where he wants to play as much, but say, this is where you're playing. This is your position. If worse comes to worse, and we've got X amount of players out in in a, another position, we might need you to fill in. But when you look at the fact that we had. Massey and Benny on the bench today, who, whether whether we like it or not, are wing backs as to a degree. And then you're asking you're putting Sammy there above both of them. That to me says both of them are out the out the door, and also says 
I don't know. I, I don't know what we're doing with Sammy. So it's just it, it's a frustrating that that is, and it's part of this the mixing and matching sort of thing that goes on quite a lot with him. And I don't I don't mind it because it's worked before. But when it's not working, you you've then got to have a plan B. And I really don't think that throwing everyone on is a plan B. Do you think? But you talked about Massey probably going in the summer. Do you think he's on a one-year deal? I've got no idea. Got... Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm almost certain he mentioned that Massey was brought in on twelve-month deal. I was seem he... to remember that, and I'm very much praying for that. Yeah, but... <laughs> uh... <laughs> I, I'm pissed off. I'm completely and utterly pissed off. Uh, carry on with Clark's ratings, Johnny. Yeah, for me, it's, it's for me, it's a three for Clark. I think starting eleven was almost right, and it would have been a seven out of ten for me. The starting eleven was how 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 the, they performed and the changes he made during the game just completely dropped it. It's his, his post match interview is refreshing in the terms of whilst he was calmed, he had serial killer eyes. I what? haven't seen the video. I will. When I said what I said, I've only heard the audio, and he sounded too calm for my liking. I wanted him fucking raging and ripping Bowers' microphone off him. Yeah, to be fair, mate, when you watch, if you go and watch it, he's got serial killer eyes. He's kind of staring through Bowers. Right. Like, and it, it, it's the, it's the situation for me where I think if Bowers would have pushed him on a question that you don't, he doesn't normally, he, he doesn't normally like asking. So, say if he would have asked, oh, where's Lewis Cass or whatever, for example, I think he would have gone full pelt into him. Mm. But, yeah, like Stu, Stu did say that we've we've heard it a few too many times from him, and that might be true. Um, but he seemed, he seemed different this time around, and I, I can't put my finger on it. I don't know if it's just the, the kind of, like I say, the glazed look and the the tone or if it was just I'm hoping that something's different I don't know yeah. Yeah. he made some sort of comment about I know what's going on or something along them lines no, what he said I'm calm and measured about it I know I also know where we're heading I have known that for weeks but to be able to do that we have to wait till the end of the season the lads have seven games right and get as many points as possible in the league because we are not safe yet and we have a bit we, we still have a bit of work to do right fair enough that's what it's so I, I, it, it, it come across as things are changing but i i think it was more personal than anything drastic but yeah do you though like they they've sold some of these players on being great characters being great characters and we brought the right people in that fit the fit the dressing room fit what we do and then they're capable of that like i know every team has an off day but the like the last two home games have definitely been off days for us i can't um, remember the last good home performance i said this on the preview yeah, i think that's we've fair. put someone away we've put someone away yeah we've raised us games when we've gone bolton ports derby is probably the last good home performance i can think of yeah we lost that didn't we yeah, we so lost. yeah, so yeah, I'm just concerned that we're going to make wholesale changes in the summer, and I'm not really that big a fan of a couple of the people that are going to be making the decisions. Yeah, 
hard enough. Right. Right. Let's Flickcroft. Let's get let's get put it out there. Right. You've got a question there. Got a question of recruitment in the summer and in January. And that's that's a fact. Yeah. You've got a question, but you've also you 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 also can't sit there and praise Daryl Clark for when it's going well. You've got to give Flickcroft some of that credit. And yeah, yeah, no, and I, and I think, well, I have, I think, you know, when it when it goes well, but it's starting to get to the stage where genuinely sort of heading one direction, isn't it? It's not, it's not poking back up. I don't think we've exceeded expectations based on the squad that we put out this season. Probably about, probably about even, if I'm honest, aren't we? Probably are now, yeah. Come Christmas, yeah. you just said we were over X. Exactly. Over X Games forty seasons forty six games, so in it. So yeah, and like I yeah. say, since since the first of January when we won at Forest Green, something has changed. We haven't just gone from the form we were in to two wins and fifteen without something changing. And I'm not speculating whether that's above playing level or at playing level because I don't know. But something changed. Whether the players have are burnt out because they didn't have a break, I'm not buying that by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just coming up with theories. Whether Clark and Crosby had eyes and other jobs didn't get them. Again, I'm not buying that. I believe they had eyes and other jobs, but I don't believe that they've now down tools because they didn't get them. Mm. But something's gone on. Whether players have just completely devoid of confidence and we can't build that back for some reason, I don't know. But something has changed since the first of January. And that's a worrying sign as well, isn't it? You know, yeah. if that's that's the case. Yeah. Or maybe people leaving the club and coming into the club is having an impact on the playing side, which it shouldn't because they're players and they should focus on the playing side. But when you listen to footballers on things like under the cosh, if things are going on in the background, and we don't know if they are or not, but if they are, it does have a knock-on effect on players. Mm-hmm. But, Ayo, again, that's probably one more for a Thursday podcast. Let's go through this 11 players that were absolutely fucking tripe today and try to give them a rating. Johnny in goal, number one, Aiden Stone. Five for Stone. Um, save he made before the first one was a good save, point blank, and he was let down by the lads not tracking. For the first time since he's been back in goal, I think his kicking was dreadful today. There was there was a lot of height to it, but there was no length. And a couple of times Harrison tried what he tried at Portsmouth, where he dropped deeper than the, the centre halves, and it just wasn't making it. Um, so yeah, I think whilst he wasn't at fault for any of the goals in in, in my eyes, I think like he's conceded two, and then you know it, it, it's just yeah bad day at the office. But he's not. I'm not pointing a finger at him for anything directly, other than a bit of shoddy kicking. Sure. Yep. He got completely let down by his defenders twice, at the very least, possibly five, six times, because they had chances beyond when they scored. He had a quiet first half, didn't he? He's kicking. He kicked it out of play a couple of times. That was a bit of annoying, especially where I think he did it straight after the second goal. And uh, you were just like, you need to get something going here. We need to get something going in. Like the first, first kick he has, he just whacked straight out of play. So I think, yeah, I think probably probably maybe a six or a five for Stone. I, I don't I don't blame him for that. I yeah, 
I think he's I think he's one that realizes that he's got he's got a contract to play for here and and he's trying his best, but the rest of them just look like they're like some of them look like they're on holiday, didn't they? Yeah, I'm with you both actually. I thought Stoney was okay and blameless for the goals. And that's as far as the praise will go from me. Um right to the back three, Stu was Will Forrester. He had a poor game, didn't he? I rate him. I do. I think he's a good player, but he just he didn't look right today. Whether he was wasn't fit coming back or whatever, and we forced him in to make sure that we had three proper centre, well, two and a half proper centre halves there was probably a good idea. But yeah, he just yeah, he never looked comfortable, and I don't think they were causing us that many problems. But he at fault for the first. And you're looking around. It's not his fault for the second goal. That's just embarrassing, the second goal. But, yeah, just then they had a lot of chances second half and the goalkeepers had to make quite a few saves that you probably shouldn't have had to if the, if the defending was up to scratch. So you probably have him. What Who's, who's marking? Johnny's got him. Aren't I'd probably have him at a five. Mm. Johnny? Yeah, for me, it was a four. I just think it wasn't it, it wasn't good enough at all, and the second goal's criminal. So that wasn't his fault, though. You have a look on on the replay of that tonight. And, um, Smith Smith on the end. The first one, sorry. Sorry, yeah, the first one, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can get to the second one in a minute. Yeah, that was just embarrassing. But yeah. No. Yeah, I just I think with Forrester, it we know there's a decent player in there, but we also at the minute know there is 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 well up for throwing in an absolute shitter, don't we? So it's yeah, it's an odd one. Yeah, very odd one. Middle of the back three, then Johnny Smudgy. <sighs> Bullied today by Sam Smith. I think it was that literally kept putting him on his horse in the first five five or so minutes. Literally, just, I'm, I counted about four times where he just he just literally lay him down, and I, I I really think that he's got to toughen up a little bit in terms of this shit and going down, holding his face and stuff when he's getting involved in stuff isn't working because none of his mates are backing him up. So he's either got to stand on his feet and stay up now, or he's got to make sure that he's being punched rather than just being having a little touch to the face here and there. Because we, we don't we we don't help him when he's doing that, and we you know should be in the ref's face, shouldn't you? Yeah. The thing is, the one the, the one at one nil down where he on the halfway line when he when he goes down. Conlon goes straight to the referee. What you should be doing is going and pushing the lad that's like grappled at him to try and make a little bit of something happen because it, it then makes the ref think, oh, actually, I've missed something here or there's a bit more to it than going to the ref and asking the question and everything being all nice and nice. And that's not just on Conlon, that's the rest of them. It's just whenever Smithy goes down, everyone just looks at him and goes, Oh, it's Nathan. He'll be up in a minute. Even our players are doing it. So, either he'd stop doing it, or the other lads need back him up. And about his performance, the first goal he was marking no one. 
and I don't know, I don't know what he was doing. I don't know who he'd he followed. Was, he was but... making sure the corner flag weren't making a late run into the box. That's what he was doing. Uh, yeah, that's his positioning for it. And then the second goal, their six foot four centre half with no knees, is ran from the edge of the eighteen yard box and planted an header. So that, I'm gonna. If he's marking him, fair enough. But that just looked like a complete calamity on all of them that they hadn't picked up the number six. How do you not pick up the number six? You can pick up the little bastard that, that's hanging around. That don't pick him up properly, but you've you got to pick your number six up, haven't you? Yeah, like I say, he's a starting centre-half at the start of the season because they give him number six. You know, he's going he's gonna to be decent in the air. Pathetic. Yeah, it's just, it's just not good enough. It's you know what I mean. It, that it was just it was just poor. And it, Smith is the senior centre half there, and he he needs to be organising that. Yeah, I but, think that's it. I think that's it. It was organisation on that one. It was like you know they'd left the free man completely. And how do you how is your free man the number six? Yeah, yes. and just you're talking about that one on the halfway line where Smudger goes down holding his face. Ref got it spot on. Word with both carry on. On ref, I'll slide it in here. Thought he had a really good game today. Couple yeah, of mistakes, but again, a ref will make mistakes over 90 minutes, same as players do. He tried let let the game flow, flow where yeah. he could. Yeah, good use of the advantages. Um, good use of like when he boot Forrester, he played the advantage, let him get on with the attack, and then waited for the ball go out to play. Then went back and boot team. The only thing he probably missed is for me, missed a penalty to Cambridge in the first half. Apart from that, I thought he had a very good game. And no, some of the games we haven't picked up positive results. I've put blame at the ref, Accrington, Portsmouth. No blame at the ref today. Blames for the 11 players. Yeah, I can't, I can't argue with that. I think the liner on our side was a bit of a knob. Um, there was the one in the first half where. We we ended up like where where that where that Sam Smith ended up with a bit of a bloody nose just because of the the shit that was going on in there and you could see that that Smithy's shirt was being pulled right off his back but boy you cried wolf in it mm. yeah especially yeah. when he's the only one who's doing it and that's the frustrating thing it's not it's not that he's doing it it's that he's the only one so it all it's always 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 going to be going to look worse for me yeah. But yeah, Smudgy, did you give him a mark? Yeah, four for Smithy. Four. Stu, anything else to add on Smithy? No. no. He had the occasional off day, but and this was today, but like yeah. the others didn't help him, did they? So uh, and like, again, a positive I will say is he doesn't have many off days. Today was definitely exactly, one yeah. of today he's, was he's one. somebody to rely on. But yeah. like when you have a three at the back, the other two need to step up if one of them's not playing well. And they all they were all off it. They were moving on, Stu. You get go on, Johnny. Before the move I was about on, to say, for, for, for me, it feels like when Smithy has a bad day, the back three has a bad day. Because mm. the last bad game I remember Smith having for me is Oxford away, mm. and it just in that day the back three was terrible. Mm. Yeah. So it seems like if he has a bad game, then the rest of them do. do but he can have a good game, and it doesn't mean the rest of them will. It's yeah. it, it's so strange, and the pressure that he, he he's on. We saw when he was captain before; it just didn't work, did it? You know what I mean? He, he didn't he didn't deal with the weight of captaincy, and I think being the senior centre off, I don't really don't know if it works for him. I think 
he's always played better when someone else has been next to him that's that's just got a bit about him. Yeah, maybe. And if he was an horse after one bad race, I wouldn't put Smudgy down. Um, Stu, left of the back three, you got first dibs, Aaron Donnelly. Um, He played as I suspected he would, which is, I don't really think he's a a a League One centre-half, and he kind of played like that, really. I don't think he was necessarily at fault for anything. I think he could have... He could have closed down for the first goal when the ball goes into the box. He's just he's he's standing there, and he, he gives the guy and he has to whip it in. Uh, second second goal, like we said before, it's not really anybody, not really any any individual person. It's just a complete clusterfuck from everybody to 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 end in that position. I just right, I see him thirty thirty yards from goal sometimes, and I'm thinking, what are you doing there? Like. Yeah, I just he's he's not adding anything. He's not adding anything to us. I think we've gone backwards in this one. Like I know Connor all wanted to leave, fair enough. But Connor, we would have been better with Connor all there second half of the season. Johnny Donnelly, and I get I, I get your thoughts about we would have been better with Connor all there. Would we have been better with a unhappy Connor Hall? Though that's that's I suppose that's what you've got to ask yourself, haven't you? How how unhappy? Just think, I just think we could have replaced him better. I get that, but how how unhappy would Connor Hall have been if you would have said you've got to stay for twenty minutes, another twenty games, and then maybe lose the chance of going to a club closer to home? Yeah, that's I get that, you. That, Okay, that, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not knocking what Vale did there necessarily in terms of letting him go. I think you, should, you know, he'd had he'd had two years with us. I think he wanted to move closer to home. I get it, and so we let him go. I just like signing an unproven left back, stroke centre half, stroke left wing back to play left sided centre half for us for the remainder of the season is a questionable move. And I don't think he was signed for that. Dan Jones got injured. Yeah, but it but ended up in a discussion with a couple of people on Twitter on yesterday after the podcast. And I think that's my point. Like we didn't we had a couple of injuries. They Jones and Jones and Cass both showed last year that they could go down with an injury at times, didn't they? I think you have to have that on your CV play for Vale, to be fair. And yes, that's, yeah. all, that's all Sean Smith. Yeah. So there's probably a, guaranteed you know, you, never normally injured, but he is at the moment. But you're yeah, kind of hoping they both don't. You're, you're kind of hoping they both don't go down at the same time, but yeah. they have. But your fifth centre half that you've got on the books needs to be solid as well. Like you can have a sixth one, like a Gakwa, from there. But how much of an? How much of a? I think. Donnelly's in that middle ground between a Giacomo and a solid, solid League One centre half. It's just like it's, you're taking a chance, and that's what we did in January when it kind of took a chance with a couple of things. Yeah. He, since we've signed him, he's put one or two decent performances in. Johnny, today wasn't one of them, and something that you pick him up for a lot really stood out for me today is that just aimless ball down the line. Funny, isn't it? 
watching it. It really stood out to me today. Really stood out. Do you know what really tips me off about him today? It was shit. Well, yes, but he played the Dan Jones crossfield ball today inch perfectly to Warrell. He did. So he's got that in his locker, but time and time again, he panics and just fucks it off down the line, hoping for the best. And it could, it could be tactical. Like you were on about earlier, that stuff's got stuff's got like the book's got to end at Clarky's door at some point, and we don't know what the what the identity is. So that could be tactical. We spoke to Dodsey, if you remember, mm. who told us when he used to play right wing, the stuff that we were screaming at him for was actually him doing his job properly. Mm. Yeah, like in the manager. So that could be tactical, but it's fucking disgraceful if it is. Because mm. I don't, I don't, I don't see what it brings to it. He he looked like a boy today again, and I I don't feel, I do feel for him a little bit because I don't know what what he was brought in as. Like Stu, obviously, you said that you think he was brought in as a left wing back. Well, uh, yeah, but somebody's called me out on that yesterday, and that was fair enough. That I don't see a centre half necessarily somebody that wants to get forward across the ball. Um, like there's a modern sort of wide-sided centre-half that, that's there to do that now, especially when you play three at the back. So maybe I'm wrong on that side. I just like, when I went back and read what he liked to do when he came in and that just screamed full-back, stroke win-back to me. I love crossing the ball. I love getting forward. Like, well, that's not what I signed a centre-half for, is it? So, Yeah. No, and I get, and, and I appreciate that. I think, I think what, what the big thing about today was was that the, the back three didn't seem to have a connect at all. It it was a bit all over the place, and he Donnelly was he's, he, he was poor today. And I don't think there's anything there's, there's nothing specific that springs to mind as oh, do you know what that was really really shit that he hasn't been doing for weeks. Do you know what I mean? Like you've said, Bez, that you noticed more today, the clip down the line that to no one that's been frustrating me for a while. Um, it's, it's it's just one of them. It was just poor performance and it, it's it's a three. It was, it was the worst, of, the worst of the three centre-halves. But I just, yeah, I'm just, Bit deflated about the back three at the minute, like quite highly deflated actually. Did, did I help that yesterday with my moan? Oh, on Thursday with my moaning about it. No, I, do you know what? <laughs> since since Jones has been out injured, it it I've not I've not really enjoyed watching us defend mm. because Jonesy, for all his faults, won more headers than I think the whole of the other the three that have been playing now win between them per game. And we've just we we've just lost that bit of summit, and yeah, we we know he's not we know he's not coming back at least this season. I'd I'd like to see him next, but we know he's not coming back this season, so we've got to deal with that. Yeah, Jones being out at the moment is giving him more more money in the bank for player of the season, to be honest. And he won't get it because he'll have missed over a quarter of the season. But I said when he went out, he was up there for me as a contender. And it's doing him no harm watching these three try defend. And I do use the word try 
because Aaron Donnelly today was a disgrace. Absolute disgrace. That's the worst performance he's put in the veil shirt. I don't want to be too harsh because he's a 19-year-old lad that's playing his first men's football. He's played 10-plus games now. He wasn't necessarily up against anyone spectacular today. And he had his pants pulled down on many occasions. And he wasn't going to be too harsh, but he's a disgrace. (laughs) It was a disgrace. That performance today from him was an absolute disgrace. I just, yeah, it wasn't anything that I hadn't seen off of him already, to be honest. That was the worst one for me he's put in today. And he's put some bad in today. was the worst. And the only defence I'll give him is maybe he wasn't out with a young lad playing wing back in front of him that likes to go missing as well and went missing a lot today. But we'll get on to him after. Um, John, each you first. You can have Wazza. Uh, yeah, as you two said earlier, maybe the best of a bad bunch. But I think that was out by how bad their left back was. And I always thought he was a decent player till I saw him up close today. I think it was Louis Dunk, their left back. It was Harrison Dunk. Addison Louis. Dunk. Addison we would Dunk. have had trouble if it was Louis Dunk. Yeah, Addison Dunk, sorry. He was fucking dog shit, he was. And yeah, and I think Cambridge have conceded one of the most goals in the league today. And we haven't even got close. And yeah, it was a best of the bad bunch, but... He was up against one of their worst players. Don't forget, he's a winger. Who like, is he? Harrison Dunk. Well, he can't fucking defend. That was obvious. Well, he's a winger playing left back, mate. He's, he's, he's literally put a square peg in a round hole. And well, at least it's not just us that do that. Well, no, but they've done, they've done it, and, and he's done it well. well I thought like, he was shy today. I'll be honest. He but looks what, petrified what, every time once he got the ball. He looked petrified. And there was times where he wasn't under pressure and was just kicking it out because he didn't know what to do with it. Yeah, but what come down that side? That's because we were that bad. I, we had a decent... Anyone decent over there today. Christ, he's had a field day against him. I, I, I think you're underselling him. I, 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 think, I think he did, did, did a really good job on us. Oh, I always thought he was related to Lewis Dunk as well, and he's not. Yeah. Is he not? There we go. No. Fair enough. I thought it was like brothers, but yeah, no relation. No, I, 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 I think you're you're doing him a disservice to make our performance seem worse than it is, and I don't think the performance needs any help. Oh, doesn't that. need any help. But sat there today, I was watching him game. Christ, he's shite. And that was at nil nil. It was at one nil. It was at two nil. I was watching him. To be fair, more the first half, obviously, when he's defending that corner of the paddock where I'm sat. But I thought he was fucking atrocious there, left back. If we oh, signed yeah. him, I'd be fucking having nightmares. I might even ask for my season ticket money back. Well, yeah, he's 32, so yeah, of course you would be. Just on today's performance. I don't mind signing a 32-year-old if they're decent. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I think I think you've been overly harsh on him because, like I say, I think you're trying to use him to, to, to put a... Are they good players? No, of course, of course they aren't that good because they're the second, third, bottom, whatever they are now. But I, I don't think I don't think he was that bad. What I think happened is was stood him up a couple of times, got the better of him in the first half two or three times, and looked up in the box and was like, "Yeah, there's fuck all in there now." So didn't have much choice what else to do. Warrell, typical Dave Warrell. There was. Effort was there, Endeavour was there. Was the quality there? Probably not as high as we we expect and we do see from him. But, you know, the, there's times when you look around and there's absolutely fuck all for him to, to hit. So what's he, what's he supposed to do? Um, 
for, for me, it was a six. It was just a very middle of the road performance from Waza. Um, really not helped by everyone else around him. And, you know, he's getting older. He's getting older. And it's going to take. It, he needs. He needs some people around him to help him out, and it's just not working. And I felt sorry that when Massey came on, Massey seemed to be stuck on a wing, and Warrell then was put left wing back. And it's like, if you're going to do that, just push was was ten yards further forward and just say, "Yeah, would Dave like? He's much better than he's much better at it than Massey is from what from what I've seen in the past twelve months. So just push him forward rather than." and bring your left wing back on and that's another frustration we move players around a lot in game too much when we've got a I'm not going to say solution because I don't think Mal Benning comes on and changes that game but Gavin Massey or Mal Benning I prefer Mal Benning come on and go Mal go left back because that's pretty much what Warrell did and was go play on the wing than the other way around you give me my, my biggest shock of the day there by saying Massey came on. Yeah, there you go, he came on. And to be fair, he's not the only sub you could say that about. No. In fact, no. I don't think we'll get to the subs at the end anyway, because they were all fucking atrocious as well and an absolute disgrace. But yeah, um, carry on. I don't um, even know what we're talking about anymore. Me, was it? Was it? Wait, you haven't given well, him a like, his few, his, He gave him a six, didn't he? Yeah, I gave him um, a six. No I way. Think, yeah. Fucking hell, no one's getting a six from me. Carry on, Stu. Okay. Uh, like I said Thursday, the plan for, plan for that right wing-back position surely got to be Sammy Robinson and Warrell down there next year. And Sammy plays 30 games and, and Warrell takes 15 and then it's then it's see you later at the end of the season, isn't it? Like, and if Wazza gets a two-year deal and someone from somebody else, you say, Wazza, you've been absolutely brilliant for us. Thanks very much. Go and get your go and get your last payday before you before you retire. And that's that's got to be the plan, and it with with Wazza, surely. Uh, I still think he's adding value to us, but we've got oh, to yes. think about the future. We've got to add. A, we've got to think about the future at some point. Sammy Robinson's the future of right wing back. So is he? Yeah, I think he is. Sammy Robinson could maximum, absolute maximum, play uh, 23 games. And I picked 23. Why do you say that? Because you can't string two good games together, so you can't play in back-to-back games. Mm. But but you've got to to give him a chance at some point and play him for five, six games, haven't you? Because he he hasn't had a run like that either, has he? No, not in the same position either. It's a very reactionary statement bears that and I think the same as what you said about was it's very reactionary it was a middle of the road performance from him and middle of the road to five maximum he's not on a six you can't go down one for a middle of the road performance well surely if you're rating out to ten fives middle of the road yeah but, but six six is slightly better than middle of the road which not is if you're offering not if you're not if you're offering zero in there as well Oh, Gen- Johnny doesn't generally give zeros. No, not the, the spe- special dispensation for one man. He's more technically out, than zeros technic- generally. Technically but we're on about was, so we'll get on to Sammy Robinson after. 5.5, isn't it, the, the average? Yeah, well, like I say, 
if you were forcing me pick a man of the match, was probably got it if I had pick one. You would have been man of the match for me. And it was a five for me. And at the moment, I gave him a two-year contract because he's the only one that looks awesome, wants to play for the club. And that is reactionary with a couple of players based on today because Smithy generally does, today didn't. Ojo generally does for me. He did a couple of good things today, and we'll get on to them. But some really shit things. Pat generally is good. He was shit today. But and Garrity's always good. Please bring back Ben Garrity. Uh, right, Stu, you got the first dib. Sammy Robinson apparently played left wing back today. Yeah, it's hard on him though, isn't it? It's just right. I thought in the first half actually he was fine. Thought he looked probably one of our better players in the first half, and then second second half he shrunk away from the game and didn't look. You know, those goals seem to affect him probably more than anybody else did. And he, he looked a bit lost in the second half, I thought. So, yeah, I think that's my opinion on that one. Johnny? Petulant foul for the second one. Like, he, he went and stood stood the lad and then just pushed him in the back. Um, I think that's more out of frustration than anything else as well, because he seem he seems to be bored and thunder. He puts everything into it. You can't you, you can't point a finger at Sammy and say there was no effort there today. Did did everything come off? No, it didn't. But yeah, it is it, it was poor at times from him. I think with, with with Sammy is that he's young, he's again played two positions today, played a different one last week, probably played a different one the week before. Do you know, and it's, it's no help to him at all. So, Clark, he's got to take some of the flack for that. But based on the individual performance today, it was it was a three. I think it was bad. But it showed glimpses and you know there's a player in there. It just, we need to find find that position and just, just settle with it. And if, it, if, if that means that we pluck, pluck a lad out the youth team to play left wing back because he really doesn't rate Mal, then do it like just 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 help help the players that you're thinking about having there next season out. And it could be he's not thinking of having Sammy there, so he doesn't really give a shit. But I don't know. I'm just I, I, feel, I felt a bit I felt a bit for him today. Mm. Fair enough. I showed glimpses when I walked past the kiosk and didn't get a pie. But you know, yeah, and 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 I'd, I'd give you I'd give you massive kudos for that keeping to your diet. Thank you. You have cash with you. Um, I had cash and card, to be fair. <laughs> Actually, talk just just on that. Let's let shout out to a positive. The fucking the food hub idea in Wall Street. Yeah, fucking collect. That's banging. That is. If yeah. that if that's if that's work today, and we we obviously uh, there's a lot more things for people moaning about today than than where the food hub works. But if that's worked and it can be done around the ground, that's a banging idea. Agree. Agree. The one positive I- come from today. I can order my bolty pie walking up to the ground and just pick it up straight to my seat without breaking stride. Oh, don't, don't say bolty pie. I have to make my own here. Did you? Yeah, I've started. I've, I've learned how to cook Indian food like you would do in a curry house uh, from scratch. And now I, I make a bolty, I make half a dinner and then put the rest in pies. So I've got chicken, chicken bolty pies. Proper sad bastard, aren't I? Yeah. Proper sad bastard. Well, that sounds top notch. Just yeah, they, they are. They are nice. To be fair, I gave one to the few guys at work the other day, and they were loving them. Yeah, I'm doing a slimming wheel curry for t- 
tomorrow if in the slow cooker when I get up for my tea tomorrow night. So I've been getting all my spices ready, so slamming wheel curry for me. Nice. Uh, unfortunately, lads, we are going to have to get back to the football and do the rest of the shower oh, of shit that we're on the pitch. Because, mm, unfortunately, worry. we do. Um, I tried was... my best. Do I? I tried my best. No, no. Like, we could go on and talk something. You lot talk shit all the time and I don't get to. No, we do, fine. but that's on the Thursday <laughs> show, not the review show. So, unfortunately, <laughs> let's carry on with the rest of the shit that we're on the pitch. Um, Stu, with you first. Normally reliable carpet, man. Own choose carpets. Give Tom a call, but not tonight because he's probably fucking fuming. Uh, Tom Pet. Yeah, I I... yeah, Tom. Like, I think he's another one where it's, it's going well. He's not going to drag it. He's not going to drag your team forward, is he? Like we go two goals down. I think it, I think we lost him at that point. He got butt late on in the game. A bit petulant. I've seen him get a few of those this season. Just seems a little bit off the pace. Do you know what I mean? Like and that's harsh. Quite... I think that's his first bad performance for a good while. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe I am being harsh on him. He um, was shit today, though, so you can carry on with today. Yeah, I just think he'd be a bit off the pace. I just like his contract must be up in the summer. He's past thirty. Are you keeping him? Yes, he's one I would keep. Is he a first choice? If you're going to go to try and get in the top 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 half of the table, is Tom Pet one of the ones that, that gets you there? As a squad player, yes. As a squad player, yes. And okay. I keep him as but a squad do you, player. Do you want thirty-one-year-old squad players? Yeah, you, you need a mix of youth and experience. And let's be honest, the form we're in at the moment, we're looking at a squad to keep us up next season. No, but I'm not. I don't look at things like that. Well, so. I've seen the last fifteen games, unfortunately. So have I, but I'm still. I still believe that you should be thinking about being better next year. So, yeah. Okay, moving but on from share and believing. Johnny, your um, thoughts on Pat? Share and believe. <laughs> um, yeah, he was shit today, but he's he's another one that's a loud one because I can't I can't remember many others that he's had this season, even in this. Even in this fifteen fifteen game run that you that that we keep alluding to, he, he's always he's always looked decent and no more than decent. But yeah, he's he hardly ever lets you down. Today he has done. I think it was a three performance for me. I think it was a really poor performance from him. Like epitomized by what you you said, where he dillied on the ball, he got he got it nicked off him, and then he just rugby tackled the lad down on the edge of the area. Um, so that that's not fun. Um, but yeah, overall, can't, can't complain about what he brings. I'd have him as a squad player next season. But today's there was just too much that went wrong. And maybe when Smithy and Pet have a bad performance, it's going to wreck your team. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. And talking about fun, Johnny, next to him. Not so fun today for me. It was fun to Ojo. And I like Ojo, but again, another one that for me, and I know you're going to say he was okay. Another one that was shit. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I, I don't get why you'd say he was shit today. I think I think that's a bit weird. Like, like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's a bit weird. <laughs> When you compare Iz and Pet's performance or Iz and Robinson's or Donnelly's, 
Like his head and shoulders above him. Yeah. So I don't, I don't get how like he can be shit and then them be shit as well. Like uh, they were dog shit. He was shit. Right. Okay. But yeah, I think if we were doing this tomorrow, I, I don't. I, I honestly don't think it would be as bad as as, as you're making out Funzo. I think some of the others would be, but I think Funzo, I don't think it'd be as bad as that you make out. If your striker, and I know he's not a striker, and I haven't seen it back, but I've only seen it on the ground, doesn't score that chance that the, their keeper saves, and I think he saved it because Funzo put it way too close to him, you'd be laying into your striker. Yeah, but I also pay my striker to score goals. He's an old midfielder, to be fair. I don't pay my old midfielder to break into the box and score goals. Like, I don't think he was playing old in midfield today, though. Well, no, but he is an old in midfielder. Listen to what he said when he came in. Like, he, he said he couldn't play football when he came in. If he can't play football, what's to say about the rest of the shower of shite he's playing with? Well, all, all, all I'll say to you is, right, in, in, in Funzo Ojo's career, yeah, he has got seven goals. And two of them One of them us. was last week. Yeah, well, two of them are for us. So he scored seven goals in his whole career, right? And he scored played... two this season for us. Yes. Two How this many season. Conlon scored this season for us? Well, I'm not talking about Tom Conlon at the moment. I don't want to talk about Tom Conlon. I'm right, guys. Just... Yeah. But o- Ojo's performance today, just, just it, it was okay. It wasn't great. He, he gave the ball away a few times. He, he looked a bit lost at times. When him and Conlon ran into each other, was so fucking frustrating. It was it's it's untrue. He definitely should have scored the one on one that he had, and I just I, I I just think that he's one of them players where we we need him definitely need him for next season. Um, if you put some better players around him, yeah, it'd, it'd be brilliant. Yeah, I don't think he's supposed to be the focal point of your midfield. I think no. he's just supposed to be a right steady Eddie in there that gets you six and seven every single week, while the rest of them, you know, rise and fall as you go along. But he's he's your six, seven, seven out of ten every week, and then you should have some players alongside him that offer offer further creativity and support to the strikers. And at the moment, he feels like the most most reliable one out there to try and grab us grab us something. Which is pathetic, isn't it? The one-on-one for me just hadn't got the pace to carry the ball on a no, bit further. He, yeah, he was going to come and that's up not, I'm trouble. not knocking him for that. You've got as much pace as you've got. You know, you, I'm not knocking him for that. And it was a great run to get in that position. I actually think the second chance is the one he should have scored out the two. I think that's the one where... Yeah, yeah, that's the one I think he should have scored. That's the one he should have scored for me. Yeah, yeah. It is too close to the goalkeeper. You'll see it on the replays, on the, on the, on the highlights. Um, yeah, it's it's too close to the keeper. You just think, like somebody with that's that's regularly shooting would would know to. They he had enough time to to place that there. And it it says everything about the team performance when you, your two chances you've had in the game both fall to as you two call him your holding midfielder. Yeah, well, it is worrying, isn't it? Yeah. Did you give him a rating, Johnny? Um, I, I can't remember, but it's five for me. I think it was. That that the, the mix does does knock him down, but overall, 
you know, Funzo Funzo's not the reason we lost this. No, I'd agree with you on that part. He isn't. Stu, did you have your say on Funza? Yeah, I think, I haven't got a lot to say. I thought he did all right. Uh, he didn't let us down. He's not. He's not a great tackle for his booking. Enjoyed that one. Mm. Uh, that was a sense of frustration with that tackle uh, that everybody was feeling that was still left in the ground when he tackled him. Um, so he's a good player, and like he just didn't. He didn't seem to get dragged down by too many of them today. I I just thought he would have. I thought he was a six on par with Warrell. Tough between those two for man of the match for me. So yeah. But that's not saying a lot, is it? So. No, I don't think any of you thank thank any of them would thank you for getting man of the match. It's like being the nicest guy in prison today. Yeah, we're only going to get booed, aren't you? Because yeah. that was just another moment. To, I don't to think they even announced the sponsors man of the match, did they, John? No, no, they didn't. Funzo did get it though, I think. Did he? Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah. Right. Funzo yeah, probably gets after. I think um, Granger mentioned mentioned that he'd got it, but. Took him about 45 minutes to actually get up there after the game. Oh, good. Hopefully, Clark, yeah. you had him locked in a bit. Um, Stu, you got first dibs on the next one. Captain Conlon. Captain Conlon just looked lost. Just doesn't seem to be anywhere near. I think he's the one that sort of like Clark's talking about that hasn't stepped up from League Two. I think that injury's really affected him, me. I don't think he's the same player. Achilles' injury is bad. Like that is a bad injury to to recover from, and it's just like not having a preseason, and he's come back in and he just hasn't been anywhere near it. And he's had the odd, like that's harsh. He's had a couple of good games. I thought he did all right at Port, Portsmouth last Saturday, but just doesn't. I never thought I'd be seeing Conlon a couple of years ago be the one that was getting taken off. Because we need to get better. I don't think any of us did at the start of the season where he couldn't get subs nowhere how bad he played. So it sounds yeah. as though Clark has even had. Yeah. I just say, yeah, he's the one that, he's one of the ones that Clark's talking about. It's just a real shame. Because there is a good player there. I just, I, is he, with his injuries, he's just not the same player as he was before. Like, if I'd had that injury, I think I would be a bit more cautious. With my ankle and with my Achilles, and yeah, it's real, real difficult situation for him to be in. But it just doesn't look like he should be starting every week for us. The frustrating thing, I think, for me is that you can Conlon the way he comes across his attitude. And that I think he wants there to be a good player there. I think he does the right things and his attitude's right, and he probably puts the right stuff in. But unfortunately, you might be right, and it's no lack of effort from him. No, and that's the frustrate. Some players you look at and go, they don't give a toss. I'd never say Tom Conlon doesn't look like he gives a toss. What you can say, Johnny, and especially on today, is maybe he's just not good enough. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's uh, that. That's what I'm. That, that's what I'll say. Yeah, he's just not good enough. People have got to remember that we signed him from Stevenage after they released him. Yeah, and he didn't even come on trial. It was a come and work on your fitness. No, he did. Yeah. He, he did. He played. He played. He played that friendly. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah, uh, no. But got, when he come in, 
it yeah. wasn't a case of they were saying coming on trial. It was a case of they were saying we'll give you somewhere to train because you're a local lad. They didn't bring him in because they wanted Luke at him. But then, and he spoke about I think on the Vale podcast when he did it. He didn't come in Vale on trial. He come in Vale just to keep working on his fitness before he looked at what his next step was. Yeah, and it was just he impressed while he was in working on his fitness. Well, that's even better then, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? That, that, that's, some, that's someone that shows that there's that desire and that fight and that hunger. And I still think that's there. When you look at him, he does care. There is fight. There is hunger. But there's nothing fucking else. But, Stu, like you just said about the Achilles injury and stuff like that, where, where does the line get drawn between holding your hands up and saying... I am not the same player. I need some time out to recover from this properly. And the the warrior inside you that says, I'm going to play through this and I'll have a rest in the summer. Like, I don't know. I mean, we're probably coming to that point, aren't we? You know, I just like, I've had, I've had that not to, to, to the extent that he had, but I've had that injury. That's a, that's a bad injury. Like you do feel unsteady on your feet and you're, like the feeling that he'll have had when when that went will be horrible, and he won't want to feel it again. Like it's that that runs through your mind, doesn't it? Especially when you when you've lost your confidence a bit, and then you're just trying to make sure that you don't get it. Like, is he playing like that? I don't know. If, is he is he playing like he just doesn't want to get it? Like, he's he's not shooting when he's got the chance. So I'd say so. Well, because I would. Yeah, just for him because you've got to plant that foot down, haven't you? It was his right. It was his right foot, wasn't it? I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, as a left footer, he's got to plant that foot and make sure it's planted and stays planted, which obviously in on our pitch doesn't always stay planted. Yeah, and um, me certainly me and you and I think better also Mark Goodlad do it at Bristol City that time. Yeah. yeah. And that's his planted foot as well, wasn't it? Yeah, that was horrible. You you heard that as well. That was the yeah. thing. Yeah, and like you know, I don't people underestimate that injury. That's a career ender. It used to be a career ender five to ten years ago, and I think it's you know even now, like it's an hard one to come back from. So I think I I think there's got to be some mitigation for him to to feel as if like you know he didn't have a full preseason. He's come back in. He hasn't played well. Like that's that's bare facts. But like he just needs to. We just need to like. Is there still a good player in there? Is he? Can we get him through? Maybe it's a psychological thing. Maybe he's fully healed and it's just in his head, and you just want to. You want to just grab him and t- tell him that it's going to be okay. And yeah, I think I'm I'm at that stage with him. I think he I think he's just. I would if I were him, I would take a rest. Yeah, I, th- I think I think I would. I think I'd look at the performance of last week. You look at it and think, yes, Tom, you're on the right tracks there because it wasn't perfect last week, but it was a million times better. It, it was simple. It was quick. It was it was nice and free flowing. So, so so we know that there's a there's a there's a player in there. Is it easier to get up for Portsmouth away than it is at Cambridge at home? Of course it is, but. You said, Stu, in the, in the group, and we had a little chat. That's your manager's job, then, isn't it, to, to raise them? But well, yeah, I, I think if you if you if you've got if it's two or three of your players, then you can look at your players. If it's nine or ten of them that look out of shape, then you've got to look at the manager at that point, haven't you? 
But as as captain, he's got to, he's got to help, hasn't he? Do yeah, you know what I mean? for sure. Is it, should he be captain at the moment? No, I don't think he should be. But then who else should be? Maybe was it? Right. Tom Pets. Tom Pet for me is the only yeah. only other yeah. other. But he leads by example, not by anything else. But you, you're not picking a you're not picking a warrior in our squad that's going to run through a brick wall and ballow at anyone other than Ben Garrity, and you can't captain someone that's mm-hmm. out of the squad. Yeah, yeah. And please come back, Ben. Uh, you're talking about planting your foot. Made me look how Salisbury did today. They drew two all. Planty won a penalty and Planty won man of the match. Stand. Um Yeah. Um, on on Conlon because yeah, we haven't really spoke about performance wise. I want him to shoot more. He, he slowed it down again today. A couple of times where he, he just wasn't he, he wasn't quick enough releasing it and wanting that extra touch. It was a three. It wasn't wasn't pretty to watch, but yeah, it, 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 it is what it is. Yeah. And the cheers from the paddock when he got subbed will do his confidence no good whatsoever. But I do understand why there was cheers today. Stu? Yeah, I, I, I can't back that because I, I, was, I, was, I was very nasty to him as he got subbed. I was just nasty to every player that come over and clapped. And I did notice that Clark didn't come over and clap as he normally does. Go on, he Stu. comes to the middle. Yeah, and he normally comes over. True manner for me. Uh, I actually like for the first time in a while didn't watch the last few minutes of the what last few minutes of the of the feed and watch the players go round and stuff like that and switch straight over to listen to the Congleton Town commentary. But Conlon for me, yeah, he just he he was the right person to come off, wasn't he? Like fifty three minutes, you gotta make a change. You just like I said, I think I've said it anyway, but he just didn't look right. And he, he's 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 an easy one to bring off at the moment. Yep, and let's move on finally to the front two. Stu, start with Alice Addison. He was off, wasn't he? What was, what was up with him today? He just didn't look... None of them looked right, but... I mean, well, most of them didn't look right, but... I just... Like, he didn't get involved. Like, you want him... He's an aggressive, aggressive striker that you want going up for headers and you want going in for... want going in for challenges. And... Just 10, 20% less than he saw last week. I know who he was playing last week. I know who he was playing his ex team last week, but just, yeah. And you never thought he was going to score. I never thought for a second, oh, Ellis Harrison's in a good position now. He's going to score. I know he had that chance after about, what, 10 minutes where he tried to run for the goalkeeper. And that was, but that, and he's had an header, but there weren't chances in the, in the way that, like, you would hope. Your striker was having, and I just that he was a he was an easy candidate to bring off as well. And like I haven't said that a lot this season about him. Even when he was going through that goal drought, I didn't feel as if he was the play that you'd bring off. I wanted him to just get a goal, which he did, and carry on. Having said that, he scored ten this season, hasn't he? So like, I think he's allowed an off day as well. Yep. He is allowed an off day, but another one that was shite today. Johnny? Yeah, the spine of the team wanted like all, all three of them that you can usually rely on to at least battle and, and at least work hard for you had, had an off day. Iris and Sub, I don't understand it. I think you, 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 want, you want your players on that can do something. And when he came off, we, we were still lumping it towards Taylor and Willow. And Butterworth and stuff, and we're 
four foot smaller in terms of jump because Harrison for being what just shy of six foot is he springs up and at least challenges for everything it, it was a bad day at the office for him but he'll dust himself down and go again um but as a striker you you rely on the service and the service wasn't there was it so he he's just he's then got to put in the hard work and and hope that something drops somewhere for himself and unfortunately that didn't happen today so five for Alice dust himself down let's let, let's do what we need to with him um probably wrap him up in a bit of cotton wool because he still doesn't seem fully fit and put him out again at Accrington and out for a better result yeah I did wonder if Addison coming off was because we know Matty Taylor can't play next Monday and whether it was a case of wrapping them and cotton wool going, Christ, we're shit today. We aren't going to score if we're still playing at midnight. Let's get him off wrapping and cotton wool because Taylor's going to have a game off. Yeah, unlikely. And moving on to Taylor, I think he's been great since we've signed him. But he was shy today. It's you, Johnny. It's me. It's you. Yeah, I think work rate was 100% there. I don't think you can point the finger at him to say he didn't try today. But I just think nothing came off, did it? His, his touch his touch was off. Where, where, where he normally hurries and get it, gets in and behind the defender, he, he seemed to be very reliant on a mistake happening this time rather than him going in. And, and doing something. But is that because when he, when he did go and close down, he looked around him, and there's no one in 10, 15 yards of him. So yeah. is, is that is that one of them? Or did he just enjoy his birthday a little bit too much? Yeah. Like, who, who knows? He must be uh, looking around at some of the others thinking, what the hell have I joined here? And yeah. like, that must be hard to say, considering he's, he's left Oxford, who are even worse than us this season. So, yeah, and he's back mate. So, yeah. like, I, it, it was yeah, bad day at the office for Mike Taylor. Didn't didn't have sniff, but his touch touch was really off. And I think it was a four today because the stuff that he normally does, he didn't. And he, yeah, you just felt he was hung out to dry a little bit by by leaving him on for ninety minutes. But would Proctor have made any difference? No, I don't think he would. I suppose he'd have been someone aimed for with the long balls. What on the left wing? Well, let's be honest, he spends most of his time left wing when he's on anyway. That's what I mean. It's like it's, it's a... he'd have been someone aimed for, I suppose, and I don't know. But yeah, Stu, anything to add on Matty Taylor? No, other than like I actually quite like him. I think he's I think he could be a good play for us. Even at the age he's at, I would consider signing him in the summer. But yeah, you've got Taylor Harrison. Wilson then, and then you want a fourth striker in there, don't you? So it's not Proctor. I know that. It's not Wilson. Sorry? Not Wilson for me. Not Wilson. You've got to say that based on his, but you could say that based on his fitness levels, couldn't you? Yeah. I think that's that's reasonable to say. I, I think that would be reasonable to say that we weren't carrying Wilson forward. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'd 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 have to restructure the deal for Wilson, wouldn't we? That's that that that's that's an that's the all and end all. He'd, he'd be offered a Gibbo esque deal in terms of it'll be reduced based on match time and maybe even pay pay as you play. 
if we can get it at the right place for both of us, then happy days. I'd, I'd 100% keep him. He's technically the best player in the squad, and, and we saw it last season. But you're not the best player in the squad when you sat in stands, are you? No. Yeah. Having said that, I'd probably give him a run at some point. Well, he's getting, I, think got, I think he's got to the next two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so gotcha. you've got Easter weekend, haven't you? So, yeah. Yeah, we've got two games. Yeah. But going into today, we've got three games against the bottom five. One of them's gone. We've got no points. And now Accrington Knox have become a bit bigger. And on the subs, do any of you want to say anything on the subs? Just for anyone that wasn't aware, we did make three subs today. Gavin Massey, Dan Butterworth and James Wilson came on. I'll forgive you if you didn't realise any of them come on because they were all utter fucking garbage. Mm, yeah, I don't, yeah, not really anything to say. I think the only positive that I can say is that Wilson looked match fit, whereas he's looked a bit lethargic the last couple of times he came on. He ran around a bit more than he has done, but if, if that if that's the positives we're taking from it, it's pretty p- piss poor, isn't it? Very, very. And Dan Butterworth, he tried a little bit, but that one where Pet passed it to him and he went past it back to Pet and it ended up going halfway inside his own half. <laughs> yeah. Fuck me. You got a laugh. You? Football. you got a laugh. And the, again, the positive I'll say about Butterworth is he got on the ball and he tried to run at him. But again, John, as you say, if try and run is a positive, that tells you how low the fucking bar's been today. Yeah, and it's it's one of them, isn't it? We we we'll draw a line under the stand sand now. We'll come back in a, in four days' time, talk about talk about Accrington. Let's hope that there's a bit more positivity around. Let's- the happy hunting ground that is Accrington Stanley. Yeah, that happy hunting ground. Yeah. 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 I, was we'll be... Dan- I was there when Danny Pugh played left back and got torn a new arsehole and Billy Key scored a hat trick. So things can always be worse. My favourite moment down there was when we lost 3 0 there one night and Anthony Griffiths played right back and pretty much kicked it out of play every single time he kicked it. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. But was, just... was that easy? Was that the Jim Gannon one where he, where he drove himself out after locking himself no, in chains? No, this was like a Mickey Adams night, this was. Griff had like uh, Toblerone-shaped boots on and it just kept coming off one side or the other. We, unfortunately, it was the wrong side to keep the ball in the pitch. Oh, no, the one I'm thinking of is when um, we signed that centre midfielder, didn't we, that no one knew John Blizzard. John Blizzard, yeah. Tom yeah. Was there the changing room, wasn't he, on the day that we, we teamed up at Accrington? Yeah, yeah, never been kicked off. And they have, I think that was 2011, that was. Yeah, they haven't played today, so they obviously must have been scheduled to play Bolton or Plymouth, who play each other tomorrow. So, another positive come from today. Let's end on a positive. We're still 10 points above relegation. We haven't been drawn any closer point-wise, and another game's ticked off. Yeah, big up to Askey as well, down in uh, League 2. It's drawing out the They've beat Swindon this afternoon. But the other were one nil down last time out, Luke. Yeah. Check your WhatsApp messages. Come on, Bez. To be fair, there was about 100 in the group, so I didn't bother. Christ, 88 and 94, aren't we, Paul? You think I feel every single morning when I wake up? And you lot have been at <laughs> it for like eight hours at that point. Yeah. Well, I'm not carrying on with this for eight hours. We'll summarise. Absolute dog shit. We got beat by a second bottom of the league, 2 nil. Two wins in the last 15. But we're still 10 points above the relegation zone, so let's end on a positive. 
Have a good week, everyone. Thanks for joining us from Canada. Stu, nice to have you back on. Appreciate it. Speak to you soon. Yeah, Johnny, we'll be back midweek to talk about Colin Garlic going. We can have a proper chat about that and anything else that comes out of the club in the meantime. And everyone, try and enjoy your weeks. It's hard after you've sat through 90 minutes of shite like that, but do your best. Um, have an ale and up the veil. So, it's full time from the pod and we've just lost again. And now it's time for a treat. What are you looking for, Bez? Well, I'm looking to who's cost us today. Was it the ref? Was it the players? But whoever it was, cheer yourselves up. Get yourselves to McDonald's. Get yourself a Big Mac tonight and enjoy it through the app. Johnny? Yeah, there we go. So, order make delivery on, on the app. It's at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more details. And don't forget, have an ale and up the veil. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.